0: The scripture reading today comes from Ephesians 4, verses 30 through 32, and it reads, And do not grieve the Holy Spirit of God, with which you were marked with a seal for the day of redemption. Put away from you all bitterness and wrath and anger and wrangling and slander, together with all malice, and be kind to one another tender-hearted, forgiving one another, as God in Christ has forgiven, forgiven you. I'll go just a little bit further. Therefore, be imitators of God, as beloved children, and live in love. The word of God for the people of God. Most gracious God, Lord, on this day, at this time, we ask that you would speak to our very hearts that we might be Better for it, O oh God, that we could walk in the way that you have laid out. In Jesus' name, amen. In one of Dr. Martin Luther King Jr.'s uh, famous sermons, he, he, he quoted, I believe it was Gandhi, where he said, uh, I love your Christ, really don't like your Christians. And, and it really made me begin to try to figure out why this could be a true statement. And quite honestly, it it, it ties so very well into this portion of Scripture as we begin to look at all the things that, that the writer is telling us not to do and not to be, which means that some of us, unfortunately, are walking in these very ways you know a uh, a uh, uh, God said that they will know you by your love but in this particular scripture he 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 tells the church not to grieve the holy spirit not and and not to grieve it because Uh, Being bitter, being uh, full of anger, full of slander, being malicious, being unforgiving is is something that is outside of the realm of who God is calling us to be. It's outside of the realm of, of where God is calling us to walk. It's outside of those parameters that say that we ourselves are Christians. If we are called to be imitators of the Most High God, if we are called to be imitators of Jesus Christ, if we have been given the Comforter who leads and guides us into all truth, then why, oh why, oh why, do we find our feet in these places that are unbecoming, if you will, of a Christian? It is it is because we, we fall into these places that, that people that are watching us that, that, that are not Christians can can say that we love the idea of who Christ is. We, we love that He is forgiving. We love that, that Christ uh, is gracious and Christ grants mercy and Christ goes to the multitude. We, we, we love the fact that, that Christ came for all. We, we love the Christ that we read about, but... These people that we see that claim to be following the same just don't add up. They will know you by your love. So based on the lives that we've lived, Based on the things that we have done, based on the actions that our lives have encapsulated, the question becomes to those that are looking at you, whose side would they say you were on? because a lot of people talk great games a lot of people say all the right things a lot of people are able to 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 to, to enunciate and be great orators and, and 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 point you in the right direction while they are not themselves quite walking the same path we we have we have we have reduced truth to being something that we say and not something that we do but today God is saying that change that action it is required God is saying, be imitators of me, beloved children, and live in love. And looking at the, the scripture where it says that, 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 here I go again. And looking, ...at the Scripture where it says, do not grieve the Holy Spirit, I really tried to figure out what God might be saying in that place. Yes, it says that if you are bitter, if you are angry until sin, if you are unforgiving, that you are grieving the Holy Spirit. But but in looking at uh, verse 1 of chapter 5, it says, be imitators of God. Now, in, in, in really examining that, what I found was when I look at my kids as a father... And they are not living up to their potential. When I look at my kids and they have done something that I know that they know is wrong, when, when I, I am looking at my children uh, uh, failing by choice, it grieves me, it, it, it hurts me, it, it makes me question a lot of things. It grieves me because I know what they are capable of. It grieves me because I know that they they know what right is. It grieves me because I know that they can succeed, but they are choosing to make decisions that that aren't in in line with that success. It grieves me to watch them in pain. It grieves me to uh, have to allow them to experience certain consequences. It grieves me. And so I begin to think, a, a gracious and loving God that equips us for the journey, a gracious and loving God that, that tells us and shows us right from wrong, a gracious and loving God who left us with the Spirit, uh, of the Holy Spirit that, that leads and guides us into all truth, a gracious and loving God that will convict you even before you take that first step. How much more uh, does he feel? How much more does he see? How much more? Could he possibly be grieved by watching us live immoral lives? By watching us take steps that that aren't in truth? By by watching us be bitter and angry to one another? By watching us be unloving and unforgiving? By watching us do the exact opposite of what he is calling us to do? Being Father's Day, I, I reminisce over the course of my life. And I remember being with good friends of mine and, and their fathers and their grand, grandfathers saying stuff like, boy, you are too old to be doing this foolishness, you are a Johnson that means something. Or boy, uh, you are too old to be still operating as if you are a child. You are a tailor, act like it. Or boy, you 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 don't understand uh, what you do today means something for tomorrow. You are better than this. Walk the way that we taught you. And, and, and it left such an impression on me that I found myself when I had kids, especially when they were younger, and they said stuff like, Daddy, I can't. Boy, what is your name? James Lampkins. Boy, what is your name? Christopher Lampkins. Boy, that means that you can do anything that you set your mind to. Boy, uh, who is your daddy? You are my daddy. What's my name? Brian Lampkins. That means that all the things that I've taught you were set aside for just today. Boy, uh, uh, what is your name? My name is James Lampiers. That means that you should know that you can do all things through Christ who strengthens you. That The, the family name means something because it, it is indicative of what's inside of you and who people expect you to be based on how we have walked up to this point. And so, my Father who is in heaven... Your Father who is in heaven, our Father who is in heaven has instilled some very key things into us. Our Father who is in heaven has, has left us an example that, that cannot be ignored. Our Father in heaven says, walk strong and upright, walk courageous, walk in power, walk in truth because you, because who you are means something. Walk that way because you are God. Walk that way because Jesus has given his life for you. Walk that way because your inheritance is assured. Walk that way because you are sons and daughters. And that, my friends, means something. It means that we are to be imitators of our Father. It means that we are to love even in those places where people seem to be unlovable. It means that we have to walk in truth when telling a lie would be easier. It means that that we must show compassion even when they are seeking to tear us down. It means that we are to walk just as God has designed it even when it is not comfortable. It means. That based on the love in our walk, and the love in our talk, and the love that we show to everyone, it will not be even a question that we are God's, and that God is our Father, and that that we walk uh, not of our flesh, but based in the Spirit. It means that change and action is necessary. It is needed. It is required. And so on this day, I charge all fathers especially, because it's Father's Day. I charge all father figures especially, because it's Father's Day. But I charge each and every one of us, no matter what our gender or title may be, not only to be imitators so that people know who you are, but to be imitators so that we together as a community of faith can effect the change that God is calling us to make right here in the village. So that we as a community of faith can, can show uh, uh, the benefit of being loving and being kind and being compassionate. So we as a community of faith can show the world Christ. But it has to be more than what we say. It has to be more than what we sing. It has to be more than what we write. It has to be more than, than, than what is written on a page that we say that we read all the time. This is a hymnal, but there's good stuff in here too. It, it has to be more than just a show. It has to be more than surface. It has to be how we live, how we act, and our very being. Amen. So in today's Scripture... It tells us not to be bitter, cut and dry. It tells us not to be angry to the point of sin. It's okay to be angry, but not to the point where you are harboring unforgiveness in your heart. Not to the point where you are seeking to hurt someone else. Not to the point where you are full of revenge and hatred because that in itself is sin. It tells us that we must forgive even as Christ has forgiven us. It tells us. All of the things that we need in this moment to change how we respond so that people can change how they perceive the Jesus that we say that we follow. The last thing that I want anybody to be able to say about me, and I praise the last thing that anybody that you would like want anybody to be able to say about you is. I really love that Christ that they talk about. But them... Not so much. I love the the love that that this Christ that we read about uh, shows to all of the world. I really wish they would have shown more love since they say that they followed him. You see, I, I hope and I pray that from this day on, if it has not happened already that our actions and our very lives have uh, are transformed by the true one and living god so much so that when they see you coming they see the love of christ when they see you coming they see the gracious mercy of uh, of the king when they See you coming, they are looking forward to the joy that is entering into the room. Uh, and when they see you coming, they don't run but they don't run away, but they run to embrace you because they know that, that your words will be kind, that your words will be uplifting, and that your actions as you walk them through whatever they may be going through will be beneficial to their healing, to their wholeness, and to their, their run towards the cross, people of God. We say that we are Christians. Today, it's time to act like it. We say that we follow Jesus. We say that we are empowered by the Holy Spirit. We say that Father God is my Daddy. Today, change is needed. Change is required. Because our actions must be sure on this Father's Day. I believe the best way that we can honor Father God is by walking in the truth, the principles and the purpose that he has set before us in the name of the Father, the Son and the Holy Spirit. Amen.